Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today I want to talk with you about overcoming life's obstacles. Now, I don't know about you, but I am a recovering perfectionist, workaholic, and super planner. And when I think I've got everything organized, some things or someone kind of just throws in a monkey wrench and throws all my plans out by the wayside. Look, I get it. Obstacles come in many sizes and shapes and forms, but we don't have to let it discourage us. Today, we're going to be talking about how to overcome obstacles in business and life so that you can be able to not hide, but rise above it and be victorious. Well, you're going to get some really good tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad you are here and you are dialed in. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anyone who wants to improve on communicating first and foremost with themselves so that they can be able to communicate with others with love and not intimidating people with threats or seducing people with guilt or shame. We're going to do better. So if this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen it lickety split. I drop new episodes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays in case you're wanting my schedule. And I'm always would like to surprise and delight you with obviously unique and interesting ideas as well as informative guests. So make sure that you are dialed in and tuned because I never want to disappoint you. Okay. And those of you guys who have been listening, thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you so much for just continuing the ride with me. I remember for the first few years of this podcast, I was just thinking, nobody's listening. Nobody's caring. Nobody wants to say anything to me. And I've been really delighted to hear from you and share some of my insights and and also learn from you because I truly believe that when we have these interactions, we can be able to understand things that we couldn't figure out on our own. So I want to thank you for that. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you share this podcast with other people. That way we can continue the conversation. We can learn and grow from one another, as well as making sure that we're connected in a way where we're not vibrating on low energy, negative energy, shame-filled energy, but we can be able to understand. And maybe we may not be able to relate, but at least we can sympathize and build that bridge between one another so that we can be able to minimize conflicts and confusion. Okay. Now I would love to hear from you. If you haven't done so already, check out anchor.fm slash Denise Geely. It's a place where you can send me a voicemail message. Make sure you let me know in the beginning or at the end of the message, whether or not I have permission to air your message in an upcoming podcast. Okay. Also, if you haven't done so already, check out denisegeely.com. There you'll be able to read articles, find other resources that will help you. And I am also going to leave the link where you can sign up to my mailing list, info.denisegeely.com slash connect, where you can also obviously get my mailing list. I drop them every Monday morning, as well as being able to connect with me via Marco Polo. Marco Polo is a little different forum than social media, than Twitter. Oh, by the way, I am on Twitter, Denise Chile. Well, Marco Polo is a little different place where I show up impromptu via video, sometimes audio only. And I just share some thoughts on my mind. And unlike other social media, other people don't know that you're logged in. And because 
we are talking about some sensitive issues, you have that anonymity. So the only person that knows that you are logged in and interacting with me is obviously just me. So I'm also leaving that link and all the other resources in the show notes below. Okay. And everything we're going to be talking about in general can be found in my course, Amazing Attitude, Amazing Attitude. is a 21-day program where I hop into your inbox and share a very special and poignant message on a, a specific topic. And I give you journaling prompts because, you know, I like asking questions. But the journaling is not just designed as homework. It's designed for you to help understand yourself on a deeper level. Look, if you don't know this already, 90% of your thoughts are lodged deep on your unconscious mind. And the reason behind that is because if we're just bombarded with all the hurts and disappointments and all the sad, uncomfortable feelings, we'll literally just go insane. We'll just become just schizoid and that's no way to live. So for us to kind of ask the questions, we're going to just gently kind of rake up all the things that are underneath so that we can have a clean and healthy mindset so that we can be able to do the things that we know that we are more than capable. We're not going to self-sabotage. We're going to be examining the motivations and understanding our life that caused us to do the things that we do. And by the way, talking about life, I also want to drop in the show notes below my life script. It's a free uh, life script where we get to examine who you are, what caused you to believe the things you do. And as a result, are you motivated to please others or be afraid or work hard or like what, what is it? So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below so you can be able to access that Now, I know this episode is about obstacles, but I do want to answer one question that I got in recently. It is from Rebecca in Fremont, California. So Rebecca, if you're listening, uh, this message is for you. So Rebecca writes, Dear Denise, last year I've been going to therapy about once a month, and it's been really one of the greatest things I've done in my life. It's given me new perspectives in many ways, and help me put into words the feelings I had. But right now I'm a little confused about my feelings. Sometimes I wonder if they're mine or if it's triggered by the traumas from the past and hence just confusion. And Denise, can you help me understand my new and confusing feelings from my trauma? Okay, hey Rebecca, thank you so much for your message. And obviously I wanna encourage anyone who's listening, if you have a question, feel free to shoot me a message because I love answering these questions. Anyway, hey, Rebecca, uh, first of all, congrats to you. Uh, Too many of us fear taking the brave step in understanding themselves and what keeps them limited in life. But I, I can't answer your question because I don't know the kind of therapy you're seeking. For example, you could be doing cognitive, more thinking based. I'm a cognitive behavioral specialist, or you could be a motive that falls under DBT or EMDR, some of those other things. So understand that each therapist, each specialist, each coach, they have their own way of of helping people. But anyway, I don't know what type of therapy you're seeking, the fears you're facing, and the circumstances around your specific situation or, or what happened that was very traumatizing. And even though I love getting messages like this, just answering this question alone without any context is not enough. But this is what I will say for you, Rebecca, and anybody else who's listening who is going to therapy and who is going through the process of either working with me or working with anyone else who is has trained knowledge and traumas and addictions and all that other stuff, is that the first six to eight weeks of therapy is super hard, really hard. You're going to want to 
just not want to do anything. And the reason is because your mind is working really hard to push the trauma deep into the unconscious mind, and it doesn't want to deal with it. And as such, there's going to be a lot of tremendous resistance in terms of feeling uncomfortable with everyone, including yourself. You may feel irritated, hypersensitive, in some cases fearful, and that may cause you to have memories that were similar to the past trauma. And so I would encourage you that if you have a therapist right now and you're meeting with him regularly to keep talking, he or she, keep talking with them regularly, they will give you some coping strategies as you might have repressed memories come up or whatever that you're else that you're encountering right now. And also, I just wanted to say that for everyone who's listening, therapy is not designed to help you feel good. It's designed to help you uncover all the crap that's ruining your life right now. And I know it's tempting to want to also feel negative around your therapist or in some cases your coach. <laughs> just had to put that out there because the work feels so hard. But trust me, it's going to get easier. Just the way we learn to ride a car or or drive a car or drive or ride a bike, the more, or even doing exercises daily, the more we flex and we keep practicing it, we will get better. So keep flexing your emotional muscles and trust to believe that it will regulate and it will normalize, but just, it takes some time. Okay. I hope this helps. Okay. Now back to everyone else. So I hope that also helps you if you are in the midst of going through trauma, recovery work, and understanding that it takes time. And actually, that's kind of maybe a segue to what we talk about as overcoming obstacles. You know, for a lot of people, we don't want to go through examining certain things because it might bring up so many emotions that we don't even know how to cope with let alone identify. And so I'm hoping that as we talk more about overcoming life's obstacles, that you can be able to pinpoint, identify, okay, gee, like I can figure out through it, not around it, or to be quite frank, not even working through it. There are too many people who are literally in their graves with unfinished books, manuscripts, dreams, wants, because obstacles have gone in their way. I remember uh, when I was in my first few years of working, I had a, a co-worker. I told that, you know, when I uh, retire from working from the federal government, because I was working for the federal government at the time, I'm going to save my money and then I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And then everything, then I'm going to be able to just do all the things that I'm thinking about doing. And well, life kind of told me that we need to accelerate that timetable through a series of events. I don't want to call them misfortune events, but I will call them events that really shook me to the core and made me realize that if I want to wait for everything perfect to line up, then I might as well just be be dead because there's no way we can be able to have everything lined up perfectly because people happen and things happen and situations change and we get exposed to new things. And it's so tempting to say to ourselves, well, you know, I don't want to deal with this. Maybe I can just kick this can down the road. Well, you know, you keep on kicking your can down the road. You, you, you will be ended up pushing da- daisies. Well, it's kind of euphemism for saying you'll, you'll be six foot deep. Anywho, let's take a steer away from that morbid talk and get into the meat and bones of this conversation. And it's about overcoming life's obstacles. 
Look, here's the thing. Overcoming obstacle is an important part of achieving success and personal growth. And in the time that we have remaining, I want to share with you five tips to help you overcome your obstacle because I truly believe everyone who's listening to this podcast wants to do things. They want to achieve things. They are excited and motivated for doing things that may scare or frighten or intimidate other people, but you're different. So I want to equip and empower you. And so as you're listening, make sure you write some notes or if you can't write anything down, at least mentally jot down certain things that you could be able to revisit later. Okay. Now, the first thing and the most duh, obvious thing about overcoming obstacles is to A, identify the obstacle. The first step in overcoming anything is to know what it is. I remember when I've had certain problems with my health in the past, I knew there was something off, but I didn't really know what it was. And because I didn't know what it was, I couldn't fix it. And so what I wanted to ask you is I want you to really be specific about the challenge or the circumstance or the feeling you're facing. And I want you to try to understand why it's difficult for you. Because when we kind of identify, okay, I feel upset when, or when I see this happen, or I am nervous when blah, blah, blah. Like, see if there's commonalities around your feelings that make you feel sick to the stomach or uncomfortable or anxious or afraid. And here's the thing I just wanted to say as a caveat. Anytime you're trying to do something new, you are going to want to run away. You're not going to want to do it because for a lot of us, we work so darn hard not to have anyone think of us as poorly. We don't want to mess things up. And sometimes we're just afraid of what may be uncovered. And so part of this first step of identity, the obstacle is frightening for some people. Because to be frank, there's some people who just like the enjoyment of self-loathing. They are literally pain addicts where they're addicted to cortisol and norepinephrine and all those stress hormones that surge through our body when we are feeling frightened and afraid. And the reason behind is that they're so accustomed to feeling upset and miserable. It kind of reminds me of that song from Garbage. Now I'm dating myself. It was a 1990s uh, acid punk rock band. And the, the song goes, I'm only happy when it rains. I'm only happy when it's cold and, and, and dirty outside. Like that's, some people just literally just, love feeling miserable about themselves. And so I understand that for for a lot of people, that first step may be daunting because you may have been exposed to and conditioned to, as part of your life script, to want to feel miserable about yourself because that's the only thing that you know. And more importantly, that's the only steady state of reality. So I want to encourage you, if that's the case, please, please invest in amazing attitude because I do unpack and talk about pain addiction. But more importantly, I want you to understand identifying the obstacles, it takes bravery. And the people around you who don't want to encourage you to do that, that's I don't know any other way to say this bluntly, but you don't talk to people who aren't interested in their own personal development and health and well-being because odds are they just want to stay sick and encourage you to stay sick so they don't have to deal with their own issues. Okay, just being frank. Okay, now the second thing I want to talk with you is like now that we've identified the obstacle, assuming that we're not going to be self-loathing and self and self-pity and remorse and shame, and we're just looking at things honestly and objectively. We got to develop a plan. 
And this is a plan on how we're going to overcome it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, for example, for some some of us, we're wanting to grow our business and say, okay, by next week, I'm going to be making X amount of dollars and hiring this amount of people and be able to sign these amount of contracts. Like, look, 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 like pump the brakes here. Like, I know that you wanted these ambitions, but yesterday. But let's be honest. What is something that we can be able to do that satisfies our key objectives? objective that we want and then we can have like key indicators that we're in going along the the way that we want to like for example I was just thinking about someone I was interacting with on Twitter and he was saying that his goal was to be able to interview this particular very famous celebrity and like that's his goal that's his mission well he may not be able to interview this particular celebrity but he can be able to work and improve on his communication skills, improve on the quality of his content, interview people that are related in the same niche as the celebrity person that he wants to interview. He can move mountains in small little ways. We may not be able to move the boulder, but at least we can shift at it so that it could be easier to push away. So I just want you to think about that. Like what things can you kind of chip away that are getting the ball in motion, so to speak, so that you can be able to crush your goals, however grandiose they are. And look, here's the thing. I just want to say this one more thing before we move on to the third point is that I want you to have a big, hairy goals, big, hairy, audacious goals. So I, I want to add the A, big, hairy, audacious goal, meaning that it, it not didn't come from me. It came from Jim Collins, I believe. But anywho, this idea that like it is so much easier for us to be able to have a humongous what seems to be unrealistic main goal so that it motivates us to find the support, find the resources and, and get things in action. Now, do not misconstrue what I said about not being able to get the big goal instantly, not wanting to have the big goal instantly. I'm not talking about, don't, I don't want us to confuse the two cop topics. What I'm saying is that we have that big mile marker that we really want, right? And then we think about all the things that can support us to get to that main goal. So I want us to stop thinking small because when we think small, we get small results. But when we think big and grandiose and wow, audacious, amazing things can happen. So what are you thinking that really needs to be amplified much bigger? Just want you to think about that. And of course, obviously, I talk about that much more in my course, Amazing Attitude. Okay, now let's go to step three is seek support. Now, here's the thing. I know that for some of you guys who are listening, you say, you know what? I try to get my family or my friends or whoever to support me. Look, I'm not talking about people who are plain small and afraid and scared. I'm talking about people who actually demonstrate through their actions and their behavior that they are consistently wanting to improve. So it may not be your friend or family, but it may be a coach. It could be a, a community of people in your trade or in your profession. I want you to talk about your issues with people who are actually doing the thing. Those are the people who are best equipped to give you advice and guidance. You're not going to talk about building a multi-million dollar business to a wino on the corner in the, your local community, okay? You're not going to be talking about being able to 
grow and scale a business to someone who is quite content just having a low wage job, okay? No disrespect to any of those people. It's just the fact that some people are dreaming smaller and some people are going for it, okay? Talk to the people who are actually doing the things and they will be able to help you have a perspective, so that you can see things clearly and come up with new ideas that you couldn't otherwise see. You know, I hired someone to help me with some things on my business and I was freaking amazed that they were considering things I would have never thought about, like in terms of like implementing like certain strategies. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, let's stop being islands among ourselves where we're like, well, I don't want to talk with anyone because nobody knows us the way, you know, in my situation and all this stuff. Like, that's not true. We can always meet people who know our situation and can be able to implement ideas that we could be spinning wheels on for months, not years. And so I really want to encourage you to seek support by people who are actually know what they're talking about and they're doing the thing. Okay. And now that we've talked about obviously identifying and developing a plan and seeking support, now it's time to take action. Come on. We got to take action. We can only sit and listen, but so much time. Once we identify what needs to be done, how we need to be doing it, we need to just put our feet on the gas pedal and go. And here's the thing. I know some of us have so much fear of taking action because of our procrastination, which is really perfectionism, kind of just wrapped in the cover of procrastination. And if I want things perfect and aligned and everything just going the way we want. But here's the thing. You can always fix things mid-flight. You don't have to have the plane perfect in order for it to fly. It may kind of wobble a little bit, but at least it's mid-flight. There's so many people who are spending like 20, 30 plus years on the ground not doing anything. And by the way, if you want to be able to fly with the eagles, stop talking about your flight plans with turkeys. I don't know any way else to say this. Taking action is literally not listening to people who are not doing the things and actually taking the next brave step. And there is no guarantee that you will be able to have everything perfect. But look, shoot for that moon. And even if you can't reach it, at least you'll be amongst the stars. Okay. Now, the fifth step is to stay positive. Maintaining a positive mindset is essential to overcoming your obstacles, big or small. What I want you to do as part of staying positive is I want you to focus on your strengths and successes. I want you to get a win board. I want you, it doesn't even matter how small that win is. Like for example, I wrote an email message or I contacted a stranger and talked about my, pitched my idea. Like I don't care what you do, get a win board and start recording those wins. Look, here's the thing. We as human beings, we have a negativity bias. Whereas we always look at all the things that are not working well and not going as the way we plan. And so we just figured, oh, I don't see anything. But the fact of the matter is, the fact that you're consistently doing it builds the foundation so that you can be able to accomplish something. Have Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen like a skyscraper 
you know, the Sears building for those of you guys who live in the United States. But to think about any major metropolitan area, there's got to be like a huge skyscraper or something that has a huge amount of levels, like 100 levels or plus. Well, he here's the funny thing about building anything that has a high amount of floors in a building is that they have to dig in very deep on the ground level in order for them to have this a very firm foundation to support all the weight of each of the the levels on the building. And so even if things aren't working well right now or thing you can't see it, you are building a foundation that can work in the future. So I just want your mind to be trained on that. Like, okay, I may not see anything monetarily or followers or whatever your metric is, but I'm doing the work. And I don't know what your work is, but that's why you need community and that's why you need to keep taking action and that's why you need to keep identifying things that need to be cleaned up and repaired in terms of faulty mindset so that you can be able to weather the storms and stay strong and be able to overcome when it feels as if everything and everyone is against you. Look, overcoming obstacles is a process that requires patience, perseverance, and self-reflection. And by identifying the obstacle, developing a plan, seeking support, taking action, and most importantly, staying positive, you can overcome challenges and achieve your goals. Well, I know I said a whole bunch in this episode today, but what did I talk about that really hits you? Was it about creating the wind board? Was it about being mindful of who you talk to. Like, what did I say? Love to hear from you. Either send me a message at anchor.fm slash Denise T. Lee. Reach out to me at info.denisetlee.com slash connect. I know there's lots of places. I'm going to leave the show notes below, the links in the show notes below. Either way, I just want to hear from you because I really want to support you. Okay. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share this podcast episode with someone else. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.